Thanks for listening to the Thyroid Fixer podcast with your host, me, Dr. Amy Horneman, aka the Thyroid Fixer, functional medicine practitioner, hormone and weight loss expert. We're talking all things thyroid, hormone and health related in order to empower, educate and transform you. So if you're ready to get your life back, let's get started. Why you're still gaining weight with a thyroid problem. Are you finally at your wits end where you are tired of dealing with doctor after doctor? Maybe you've spent thousands on integrative or functional practitioners that have not helped you at all because they don't know the thyroid and hormones. They're not even testing properly. So come work with myself and my team. We prescribe to all 50 states and parts of Canada. I have you covered. I've been building this team for years so that I could help you no matter where you are. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes, book a free application call. We're going to go over your current health situation, what worked, what hasn't worked, all the things. And then we will pair you up with the right program for you where we will do it all. You will come out the other side of the program, totally optimized, getting your life back. You're going to recognize the person you see in the mirror again. Doesn't that sound absolutely amazing? Well, it might sound like you don't even believe it, but I promise you, I promise you, we will take good care of you. So click the link in the show notes, book a call today, and we'll be talking to you soon. So here's the thing, whenever we're talking about the thyroid, number one, I am going off the assumption that you are diagnosed, but let me get a, a little bit of love for people who may not even realize that their weight loss resistance or inability to lose weight or their weight to gain that keeps coming on is thyroid related. So if you are gaining weight, if you are doing all the things right to lose weight, so let's say you're on a low carb diet, you've cleaned everything up, you're eating organic, you're getting grass fed meat, you're not a cardio queen, you're getting to the gym a couple times a week and lifting heavy weights. So if you're doing all of the things and you are still gaining weight nonstop, you have total weight loss resistance no matter what you do, then I'm going to urge you to get a thyroid test done and a full thyroid panel. I have many podcasts on this as well, many videos on this on my YouTube channel, so you can go there. Sometimes I break out my whiteboard and I start describing exactly what we have to look at with each test and what each one means. And I also have a free download on my website that you can grab. But just trust me, you need a full, 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 full thyroid panel. And then I also like to add in a fasting insulin, a hemoglobin A1C. I like to look at all of your hormones because all of those can be playing a role in your weight loss resistance or your weight gain. Now on to my people that are already diagnosed with hypothyroidism or Hashimoto's. Here's the thing. So whenever we're looking at weight and you know, let's say you've been diagnosed and you are currently on some kind of thyroid hormone replacement therapy, be it T4 only or a combination of T4 and T3, maybe you're on natural desiccated thyroid medication. Whenever you are on a medication, what we have to look at is how that particular medication is working in your body. There literally is no one size fits all when it comes to thyroid medication and when it comes to getting you to an optimal level so that your body can release fat stores to be burned as fuel. So if we backtrack just a hair and we look at the thyroid itself, 
The thyroid is the master gland. So it's literally controlling your metabolism. So whenever you have a low metabolism, thus from a low functioning thyroid, everything is going to be low and slow, meaning everything is going to be slowed down to where your ability to burn fat is going to be slow. It's going to be basically non-existent because I always say your metabolism is like a wet pile of leaves. It's all the way down here. It's soggy. It's wet. There's no fire to be made. There's no flame burning that can actually burn the body fat on your body that you really want to burn off. The thyroid controls this through T3. So if you've been listening to me for a while, you know that T4 is the inactive thyroid hormone and T3 is active. T3 gets to the cell. So every single cell on your body has a receptor site on it for T3, that active thyroid hormone. T3 actually gets to the cell and it binds to that receptor site to do its job. So when we're talking about mitochondria, ATP, Krebs cycle, you may have heard these terms in the past, maybe even back from high school biology. This is the production of energy in the cell. So when we're talking about using body fat for fuel, your body actually does like to burn the fat on your body for fuel. It likes to use its reserves first instead of you feeding your face with food all the time and your body having to use that as fuel. Now, of course, we need to eat. I'm not saying to starve yourself because that's really going to backfire on you. Trust me. Dropping down in calories, that's a whole nother podcast, but that will absolutely backfire and you will not lose weight if you are eating less than 1,000 to 1,200 calories a day. Again, another podcast. It's not about calories in, calories out, but you certainly can put yourself in a starvation mode so your body holds on to fat for dear life just to survive. We are talking about you in your normal feeding state. Your body wants to use that fuel that energy that you are putting in your body, it wants to use that to give you energy and to fuel your daily activities, but it also wants to tap into your stores because we all have fat stores. I mean, short of being a really, really skinny mini, everybody has some fat stores that can be burned. And you even have fat in your liver. A lot of you have non-alcoholic fatty liver disease where we need to burn the fat in the liver too. We need to burn that fat that's between your skin and your muscle, that adipose fat. We want to get in there and burn your body fat for fuel. And in order for your body to do this, T3 levels have to be adequate. They have to be optimal because that T3 is going to bind to the receptor site and that T3 is going to give you energy to burn your stored body fat. So that's number one. You need that T3 at an optimal level. And I don't just mean normal level. I don't just mean that huge standard lab value range of normal. I mean, I want it optimal. I want that T3 level absolutely optimal at 3.5 or above or in the upper quadrant of that range. That's what's going to start the fire. That's what's going to start the process of giving you a baseline metabolism. Now, beyond that, we start to look at your insulin. So insulin is another hormone that we've talked about ad nauseum on this podcast about insulin resistance. When insulin is in excess, then you will end up in an insulin 
resistant state because that excess insulin is floating around in your bloodstream and it literally acts as a fat storage hormone. So it will go out and it will cause all of the food that you eat to be stored on your body as body fat. And there is no way in hell that your body can tap into your fat stores of insulin as high. So remember this phrase, a fat cell cannot shrink in the presence of insulin. A fat cell loves to grow in the presence of insulin. So when insulin is high, fat cells are happy. They're not shrinking down. They are growing and expanding. And that is what we see in type 2 diabetes with high glucose and high insulin levels. It's a vicious cycle for type 2 diabetics because the fat on their body literally produces, in addition to a variety of other hormonal dysregulations, we can get into that in a moment, but the fat on their body is literally producing a leptin-resistant and insulin-resistant state. God forbid they are insulin-dependent diabetic. Now we're putting insulin into the body. We're adding fuel to the fire, not the good fire, not the metabolism fire. We're adding fuel to the fat storage mode fire. So we're adding insulin because the pancreas no longer produces it in insulin-dependent diabetic. We're adding insulin into the mix Insulin's the fat storage hormone. These poor type 2 diabetics already have an issue with insulin resistance, and now we're giving them insulin. The goal is to lower that insulin, and in order to do that, of course, we have to change your diet, but we also have to optimize the thyroid. So it all comes back to that T3 level. It all comes back to you having adequate T3 levels because T3 is going to trickle down and cause insulin resistance. That high insulin will go backwards, backtrack to the thyroid, and it will impair T4 to T3 conversion and cause all kinds of inflammation. Insulin is very, very inflammatory. Insulin will accelerate aging. It will cause neurological diseases. It will accelerate the rates of cancer. If you do have cancer cells waiting to express themselves because cancer cells love sugar, if you are walking around with high insulin levels, thus high glucose levels, you are feeding cancer cells. So there's another reason why we want to get your insulin levels down, not just about weight loss, but for longevity and overall health purposes too. From there, we have the sex hormones that I mentioned. So my focus as always, especially with women who are, well, I'm sorry, women and men who are weight loss resistant or who are gaining weight, we want to look at your testosterone. So your testosterone, if it is low, and again, I'm not talking about the standard lab value range. You don't have to have an L or a red mark on your testosterone to be low. Men, I have talked about this before. I've given you some love on other podcasts that we can link in the show notes to, but I have seen, oh my goodness, I have seen men coming in at 300, 400 and being told that they are normal. And these are men in their 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s. Maybe if you're 80, 90, a 400 test is cool. You'll probably feel better around 500, but you know, we might accept it if you're a little bit older but not when you're in your prime years and prime goes all the way up to 70. Prime goes up to 80 these days. What the hell am I saying? Let's not accept a low testosterone level, guys. Let's keep you active. Let's keep you sexually active. Let's keep you burning fat. Let's keep that muscle on you because who wants to lose muscle as you age? 
then you're just setting yourself up for broken bones and kyphosis and you're walking all hunched over and slumpy and frumpy. No, let's keep that hard, sexy muscle on you and keep you hard through your aging years. Women, your testosterone is low. You are going to accumulate more fat. You're not going to be able to burn fat. Testosterone is needed to build that sexy lean muscle. That's what we want for you. Testosterone is the get shit done hormone. I've said that in many, many podcasts. Testosterone is the get shit done hormone. That's what gives you that drive to get through your day, to get to the gym, to run a business, to run a family, to raise your kids, to take them to soccer, to get groceries, to clean the house, to walk the dog. You need testosterone. Well, testosterone is going to be in the tank if your thyroid is not optimized. High insulin levels can either push testosterone up or down. So in the case of polycystic ovarian syndrome, high insulin will push that testosterone up. Then you get all androgenic and you start breaking out and you get facial hair on top of being fat. That's not fun. I know. I have PCOS. Had, have. I keep it under check. But PCOS can, and that high insulin can increase testosterone. Most cases... Most cases, and even in PCOS, we can see low testosterone. So when that testosterone is low because your thyroid is off and your insulin is high, that is a triple whammy for weight control. That is a triple whammy going against you and going against your ability to burn fat and lose weight. Your body will keep that fat on you for dear life. So those are the major markers that we look at when we're talking about weight loss resistance, the inability to lose weight or flat out weight gain where you're like, what the hell is happening to me? I didn't eat that badly over the holidays and there's the scale and it's 10 pounds heavier. I didn't eat that badly or I've really cleaned up my diet. I've been doing keto for the week per Dr. Amy and mm, still can't lose. Okay, we have to look deeper. We have to look deeper at the biological functions and make sure that your T3 is optimal. Make sure that your insulin is down. Make sure that your testosterone levels are optimal. And if I can say one more thing about the thyroid too, going back to that, I always say the most, the two most important thyroid tests you get, free T3 and reverse T3. I got to give reverse T3 a little bit of love here too, because free T3 could be optimal but you could also have an elevated reverse T3, which then negates the free T3. So let me explain. Let's say you get your free T3 levels back and they just happen to be 3.7. Far in that upper quadrant of the range, they're in my optimal range. They're in, they, they fall under every functional optimal range. But then we look at your reverse T3 and it's a 24. And then that's a problem because you have so much inflammation going on and you're not converting your T4 that your thyroid is making or the T4 that you are taking, you're not converting that to T3, that active thyroid hormone. You are instead converting it to reverse T3. It's almost like a push, right? So if you can picture, here's this little T4 guy and he's running a marathon and I always say it's a marathon with hurdles because there's a lot of things that get in the way. And he's running along and he really wants to convert over to free T3. But there's all these things that are pushing him, pushing him, like pushing him off track. 
low ferritin, high insulin, estrogen dominance, not enough iodine. All this inflammation keeps pushing that T4 off track. And this poor little guy ends up not going the right way. He ends up going this way and he's converting the reverse T3. And that reverse T3 is literally shutting everything down because reverse T3 is your survival mechanism. When reverse T3 is high, your body is in a survival state. It's saying, listen, Mary, you don't have to burn fat today. You don't have to grow your hair. You don't have to have good hair. You don't have to have energy. You don't have to think. You just have to survive. Reverse T3 was built into us and it's brilliant because if we're in the ICU, if we're in the ER, we want our bodies to protect us. We want our bodies to work really hard to allow us to live. But if we're not in the ICU, if we're not in the ER and we're walking around trying to live life, as I always say, we don't want reverse T3 high because that will impede weight loss. Absolutely, because it's shutting your metabolism down. It's shutting everything down to the point where your body is protecting itself. It's saying, ah, you just don't need these fun functions. You need to live. So when that reverse T3 is high, that is also an issue. So starting at the very top, getting your thyroid optimized is key. That is where you have to start. If that is off, it's going to have a trickle-down effect. I would bet money if you have hypothyroidism and you're suffering and you're gaining weight and you can't lose it, you also have insulin resistance. And I would bet money, male or female, you check your testosterone. And I bet that's not optimal either. And just for an optimal range, if you want to write this down, ladies above a 40, I also have women feel best at 50, 60, 70. Men, you better be above a 600 minimal, minimal. Most of you are going to feel better at seven, eight, 900. If you're young, I just had a 24 year old the other day with a testosterone of, I want to say five or 600. No, 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 no. He should be 1100 all day long. So if your testosterone levels are not optimal, not normal, optimal, then that is going to impede weight loss as well. All right, I hope that this has helped you all with your weight loss frustrations. It's not gonna help with your weight loss efforts unless you get checked and you get on the right treatment plan and you're working with somebody that knows what the hell they're doing. But at least this is giving you those nuggets so that you're not floundering going, what else can I do? Maybe I'll go to the gym three times a day. Maybe I'll starve myself and that will work because I know some of you are doing this and that's gonna backfire on you. It's as simple as getting that thyroid optimized, getting the insulin down, getting your sex hormones balanced. We didn't even get into progesterone and estrogen. I know, I know. But if you focus on those, you will improve. I promise you, you will improve. And if you're on any kind of T4 medication, if your doctor is not testing that reverse T3, if they're not testing free T3, I want you to run and run, run far away, run far, far away, because that doctor does not know what they are doing. You can try to go to them and convince them. Many times I will work with patients and we will work with their doctor because they want to stay with him or her because they like them. And then that doctor may actually want to learn more to be able to help his or her patients better. And that's fantastic. We can totally work with that. We can do that. But if you hit a wall, if you go, hey doc, I really want my reverse T3 tested. I really want my free T3 tested. you're going to know It's time to get a new doc because you're just going to be stuck in this vicious cycle of weight gain and you're never, ever going to feel better. So 
thyroid optimized insulin testosterone those are your big weight ones wait 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 and then we could easily do another podcast on energy brain fog constipation and all that fun stuff that goes along with hypothyroidism but take these tools take these nuggets start ruminating on them don't blame yourself it's not your fault if you're doing all the things right Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you loved it. And as always, if you would be so kind to leave a review, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, that would be absolutely amazing. I read all of them. Also, anything that you hear on this podcast is not intended to diagnose or treat any kind of medical condition. So we always recommend that you check with your medical provider, your doctor, your nurse practitioner before implementing anything that you hear on this podcast. And if you want to find out more about working together, you can click the link below in the show notes to book a discovery call. And there you'll be talking to a member of my team. They are an extension of me. They are amazing. And you and I will talk after that once we get you all signed up and you and I get to work together. All right. I hope to see you soon.